Zev, you want to put that stender down over there, do you mind? So like this right here. We're blessed to be alive. Thank you. We're blessed to be here. Life is, is as, as we speak many times, as we're going to start with Chavetz Chaim, with the, with the Chavetz Chaim, but based on the Pasuk Chavetz Chaim, what is life? You're in life right now. People are always waiting for life. When's life? My life is bad. When you say your life is bad, usually it means your day is bad. Or your thinking is bad. Is that what, I, don't know, I don't know what else your life, know what life is. What does that mean? My life stinks. Your day stinks or your thinking stinks. That's usually the way it works. I don't know what, what when a person refers to his life, as the Chavetz Chaim says, that I love my days, my day, my beginning of my day, my end of my day. They say that the microcosm of your life is it's called Arichas Yamim, is mean the length of your days. That's how we really relate to how we're going to try and change my life. How do you change your life? You change what you're doing today. You change what you're doing, your perspective of the way I think. Right? We've said that many times, uh, very important. I said it yesterday, I think. If you want to change uh, something, you have to change something that you're doing. Right? If you want to ch- get a different result, you have to do something different to get a different result. So I think we were machadish last year. Shua, you would know this. We were machadish, I think, last year, that if I want to change my my actions, I have to change my thinking. It all begins. So ma'aseh v'machshava tchila. What does that mean? My actions are always a result of my thinking. We'll talk about emotions in a second because this is the hakdama, the, the prerequisite for, for Lashon Hara. Right? The hakdama really for Lashon Hara is really um, the way you think. The way you think. We have to change the way we think. And that's a very, very difficult thing to do because um, how many thoughts? What is it? Who's on it? 80,000 thoughts. Very good, Yosef. 80,000 thoughts are, someone can look it up, 80,000 thoughts are repetitive. Same thoughts you have. And I think the percentage of that, or 90, one second, let's just get it clear. 80, if someone wants to look it up, please look it up. 80,000 thoughts uh, occur a day, whatever it is. 90%, I think, are repetitive. Right? Sound familiar? 90% are negative. So you're replaying in your head the same exact thing every... Uh, see? Shuo Sin. Look at that. Shuo Sin. Look at that. Guys, look at this guy just pulled up. I would suggest everybody get a notebook, get paper. He just pulled up Wednesday... What date is that? 426. 426. He just pulled up April 26. This year that we said. How you had it? Uh, Google, and I like that you're challenging Google. I like that. I like that Shimmy's challenging Google. Now, if Chazal, yeah, yeah, challenge Google. 
Challenge Google. It's all on it. Uh, so, so now, one second. If, if, it's something, if it's something that's documented, it makes, you know what? I don't even need Google to tell you that. I can tell you myself. When I wake up in the morning, every morning, every morning, when I wake up in the morning, what do I do, Akiva? What do I do, Akiva? I have to blast my brain. Those who've, who know this, I blast my brain with affirmations. Why do I blast my brain with affirmations? Because of this. So I don't even need Google to tell me the statistics. I know that I discovered one time that uh, my thoughts in the morning are negative thoughts. I have negative thoughts. We're naturally negative. We have negative thoughts until you have to insert positive thoughts. You have to, you have to actively, dead fish, go with the flow. I, I thought I was going to say that today with the speech. I meant to say it, but I didn't. When I forgot when, when it came up. Dead fish go with the flow. If you want to be a dead person, it says, Rishayim Chayim Nikru Mason. You can live your life dead. What does that mean? You just go with the flow. Yeah, sure. I'm negative. I'm negative. My mother's negative. My father's negative. My, 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 uh, my teachers are negative. My society's negative. What are you surprised? You're a little kid. The rockabye baby. You all negativity. So of course. Shkoyach. Welcome to planet Earth. Now, if you're going to do something about it, you have to actively insert positivity. Lashon hara. To see the negative in somebody is very, very, very normal, natural flow. I don't like this guy. I'm jealous. I put him down. All that is is one very simple thing. Know what it is? It's called projection. It's the way you talk to somebody else. The way you talk to somebody else, that's why... Hurt people hurt people. That's why you're going to talk terrible to your wife and your kids. Worse than you'll talk to the waiter in the restaurant. Why? Where does that come from? It comes from the way you talk to yourself. Your self-talk. You, your thoughts that are in your brain, those thoughts are the thoughts that will, that will continue outside of you. Outside of you. You see negativity... So, yeah, because I'm negative within my own brain. That's why Mitsora is Motsi Ra. Mitsora is Motsi Ra. Mitsora is the one who is the one who gets the Lushan Hara. He's the Baal Lushan Hara. He becomes a Mitsora. Why? Because he's just a, he's just a ich inside. Now, what happens? Because my brain is my biggest enemy. Like I said earlier, we're going to talk about the phones, I think, every time. It's called abuse. When you watch violence, I just heard it last night. I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on a, because of the summer, so I'm on like a book binge. I'm on my like, my, uh, my 10th book in the last, I don't know, few weeks. And this book that I just finished last night on a podcast, because I listen, I, I started listening to books. It's great. And I, I do it on uh, whatever speed. I try and fall asleep. So it goes to my subconscious that I'm, that I want, I want to be, you know, I want, I want it in my brain. So this book, the secular, I could pull up the book, the, the name of the book. Here, I'll pull it up. Oh, sorry. Listen to this book. I, I can't even pronounce the guy's name. The name of the book, if anybody wants to look it up, great book. Very, like, interesting book. One second. Hang in there. Oh, gosh, I'm not going to be able to do this. Hold up, hang in there. Sorry, everybody. Why is this not? Oh, because I'm on airplane mode. Okay, remind me to get, no, 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 remind me to get the book. It's called, I forgot the name of the book, by some like Nietzsche, Nochi, some like uh, 
Buddhist type of guy, and he's talking about like being in the moment. And this is what he said. He said that when you're when you're exposed to violence, to news, to all those things, it, it, it's abuse to your brain. You're abusing your brain. You're abusing your emotions, right? The news, you don't ever, you know, open the news. What a wonderful day today in New York City. What a beautiful world we live in, right? Nothing violence, nothing bad happened. Everything's awesome. Count your blessings. Count your blessings. What is the media and what do they want to do with you? They want to make everything anxious. Be nervous about this. Be nervous about that. Be nervous. So what does it do? It adds in our brain to, to fry our brain. And it makes it that I'm negative within me and myself. That's what happens. That's what Lashara. Yes, Arya, go. Why did go. that pique your interest then? What? Why did these type of topics pique, your, pique people's interest? Habit. Habit? Habit. Uh, habit. Like for a young kid. Like habit. Habit. Death habit. Like habit. Habit. You're exposed. You become exposed. Yeah, it's normal. Sure. What? Right, right. That's true. Right. But at some, at some. Out of the norm, wouldn't that your interest more? So let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Great question, Arye. First of all, thank you, Arye, for asking. And we encourage, and we're going to encourage questions. We got because we're going to learn together how to break through this because we're all in this together. So Arye is asking. So why do we do it when we know that it's bad, right? So let me ask you a question. Why does the this? We're going to we're going really deep very quick today. Why does the wife? who's being abused by her husband, stay with the husband? Why is the husband, who's being abused by his wife, just because I want to make everything equal, right? Stay with the wife. Okay, good. Very good word, but let's get deeper in that. What does that mean? No, no, very good. Now let's let's explain. What does that mean? Know what that means? What? You said codependency, but let's get... Let's get deeper in that. What does that mean? It means that, that when I am used to not being loved, so I crave and I act based on not being loved. I will push people away. If I don't have love in my life, I will push people away from me. And I'm uncomfortable getting love. I'm more comfortable being unloved. So if I don't learn, okay, obviously we went very deep here. If I don't learn how to have self-love, I don't learn how to take care of myself, I don't learn to, 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 to be peaceful, if I don't know what it is to wake up in the morning, if you don't know, guys, if you don't know how to wake up in the morning, and you got to learn it, you got to learn it, especially you guys, because you start with your phones. You guys all started with your phones when you were how old? So tell me the first time you, you got your smartphone and you were exposed. How old? 16. 13. I was in sixth grade. 13 years old. 12. How old? 12. 12. 15. Could be some, some even before puberty. 10. So 10 years old. So, so ready? So you guys, you guys never had a chance. You guys never had a chance. To process, to process feelings, and your feelings were all were all processed for you by somebody else. Because it became so normal. Well, it's not. It's not. First of all, very good. Not just that it became normal. It's 
that's your exposure, love. I remember a guy in yeshiva, I can say his name, because many of you know him, but I won't say his name. I'm sure he'd be okay if I told him. I said this, but I'm not going to say his name. I remember he came, chush of a chush of a guy, he's not in yeshiva anymore. He came, he says, he says, I remember we, he came after the Sil Sharm. He says, wait, Rebbe, so you mean, you mean the love of a relationship between a husband and wife is not like it's in the movies? That's what he asked me. Why? He grew up in a broken home. And he watched a lot of movies. Good for him. And what did he do? He says, that's what love is. So I'm like, yeah, it's not in the movies. It's the opposite. And then people wonder why they struggle with love and they struggle with relationships. Because where are you getting your information from? When I'm getting my information when I'm 10 years old, when I'm 11 years old, when I'm 12 years old, I'm not talking from a rabbinic. That's what I always say. I'm not bashing Netflix. I love Netflix. I love movies. Who doesn't like movies? I'm not bashing you because I have an agenda against movies and against Netflix. No one's paying me to, to, to be against Netflix. What it does is, is that if I don't have space within myself to step away and to see what love is, to, to see what taking care of myself is, to see what, what real connection is, if I never experience that, so I'm done. I'm done. So Arya, I love your question. And then why do I go to it? I don't know anything else. I have to relearn how to have a relationship. I have to relearn how to have a conversation. I, I, I don't even. Say, I shouldn't even say right. Relearn. Not real. I gotta learn. Wow, we went, we, 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 we skipped the whole Chavot Chaim there thing. But it's, but it's the same thing. Should I tell you why? And then I want to hear questions. I love questions. We're going to get into questions. What, why does it start with Lashon Hara? It starts with Lashon Hara because what is Lashon Hara? Let's just say it on the most basic level what Lashon Hara is. You're in somebody else's business. Get out of somebody else's business. Stay out of his business. Yes, is it normal that I don't like this guy? It has nothing to do with that guy. It has nothing to do with the guy. One of my favorite lines is, when you think the problem is out there, that very thought is a very deep line. When you think the problem is over there, that very thought is the problem. I'll say that again. When you think the problem is out there, that actual thought is a bigger problem than the problem itself. Because you think that the answer to my problems are, are the violence. I gotta, I gotta, I, what happens, what, I, I do this myself. When did I do this? Recently. I was at a wedding last night. What happened? I was alone. I was alone for a minute. I started practicing a little bit. I don't know if you guys know from the morning miracle. I was telling you about it. Moshe, the morning miracle. You heard the morning miracle. So I started doing a little the morning miracle. One of the things he does he says, 10 minutes of just spacing out. 10 minutes do nothing. What happened? I found myself, and that's why I'm a wedding. It was busy. I had a few minutes. We'll talk about the morning miracle another time. But one of the things he says is do a little silence. 10 minutes of just chilling. And I found myself, the second I, I had some space for myself, I said, let me check my messages. Now, I could blame it on, I'm a busy guy. I got to clean up all my messages, which is all true. It's all true. But at the end of the day, I don't know if I did that because, because I can't just stop for a second and just go like, okay, you know, chill. You're here at a wedding, you hear this, you have a little space, just chill, just 
space out. How beautiful would that be? How beautiful would that be? So we have to reclaim our lives back. And that's the beginning of Lush and Hara. There's a good Hakdamah to Lush and Hara. Because Lush and Hara is all about, the second you're thinking about that guy, don't worry about thinking that he's a tzaddik. Ask yourself one question. Why am I think, using my brain space on that guy? Is it normal? Of course it's normal. We do that. Get out of this business. Get out of it. I don't want to be looking at anybody. It's not my business. It's not my business. Mind my own business. Okay, let's go through some questions. Yes, Yudi. He was asking why we go to these negative, these negative things. Right. But he said in the past, also it's easier to fight than to watch it than to actually fight in your life. Right. Right. Correct. 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 It's much easier to fall in love with a movie or someone in a movie than to actually have a relationship with somebody. <laughs> much easier to say, oh, yeah, wow, oh, awesome. What does that have to do with anything? Right, to talk. Correct. It's easier to just pick up. Correct. Correct. It's hard. It's hard. Correct. Well said. Thank you, Yudi. Right. Yudi's the first. I don't know if everybody knows over here, Yudi. Yudi, Yudi's, uh, yeah, yeah. Yudi's, uh, what? Yudi, Yudi spent, Yudi spent a lot of time working on his, on his emotions, on, on his uh, um, escaping. He, he was mavatal himself. To, to take care of his, his emotions and his for for a long time. And now he now he learns Torah all day. With the emotions. It's amazing. That's what it's about. Humble. He's gonna get guys I'm, let's give him a bra. Mir Tashem will be Zoycha to find he's dating. So if anybody had knows someone I'm talking about. I, this is very, you'll get used to this. Not only nothing to be afraid of talking, this is, this is where it's at. This is where we're going to grow together. And this is uh, important to hear because the questions bring out more and more. I don't like when it's, um, when it's just me talking. So if you yeah. think that when you say like the term habit falls under the same thing as comfortable, 
Habit covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well said. Well said. Correct. It's comfortable to be uncomfortable. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One second, we'll get that in a second. You were going there. You were going to what? To be comfortably okay. So good. You're saying motherfuckers are setting me up. So I used to say, right? I, that's that's also true. So he's got a, he's, he's, he's filing which one I'm talking about. Yeah. Because usually what I usually what I say, I used to say be comfortable with being uncomfortable. I changed the, I changed to be comfortable with uncomfortable. I said it a few years ago. So you, who do you take it away? Uh, from, from what I'm thinking, it could be a box. Ask him how many years he's been sitting in this Masilja Sharm Shir. Doctor Yehuda, if you need a therapist, you got one right here. Incredible. This is his, at which year? Eighth, this is eighth okay. year sitting in the Silsha Shah. Yeah. I love it, I like that, good job. Yeah. So I used to say, what did I used to say? Right, exactly. Don't worry about being comfortable being uncomfortable because you're not going to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Nobody's comfortable being uncomfortable. No one, uh, okay, okay, good. No one's comfortable. No one's comfortable being uncomfortable. Just be uncomfortable. Be uncomfortable and don't beat yourself up for being uncomfortable. That's that's comfortable for me to be uncomfortable. Yeah, so then you got something wrong. I know what you all mean. I know what you all mean. And we want to be on the level of I'm so comfortable being uncomfortable. I guess I could just talk for myself. I haven't gotten to a point yet where I'm comfortable being uncomfortable. I hate being uncomfortable. I hate it. I'm a baby. I'm an American. I'm, an Amer- I'm a baby. I like my AC the way I like it. I like my meal the way I like it. I like my mattress the way I like it. I like my sleep the way I need it. I like my coffee the way I want it. I want to like that. And the list goes on and on. Okay, and that's me. I'm a big boy. I'm a grandfather. But I work on not being such a baby sometimes. And I work on if the air conditioning is not like I need it, I try not to get angry. And if I don't get what I need, I try and work on being a little bit uncomfortable. So that's what. That's the most important thing. It's not about being comfortable. With, with, with being uncomfortable. Just try and be a little bit uncomfortable. Push yourself a little bit. Good? Beautiful. Yes? Let's say it. Oh, fair, guys. You know who we got in the house. So. Yeah, right? That's it. When he told me he's coming. Go, go, go. What is this? Oh, we're starting, we're starting that already? You need Avram to do a little beatbox, right? That's what I heard, right? That's a, yeah. My performance, my performance right now, let's say we accepted, we accepted that we got, we got like the scores and stuff like that. Younger, let's say like we already like passed the fact now that... I'm still, trying, I'm still trying to accept let's, that. Yeah, so, so well, now we're trying to... What, what's the first step you take to, to learning? 
from the start? What do you do? What do you do now that you've accepted it? You can't. So, well, hold up one second. I can't. I I'm learning now to accept my childhood. It's a long, long time, and you know what? It could be. It could be that that's one of the things in life that we have to do is to come to terms with what our childhood was, and and to it's a it's a it's a lifelong process to accept accept first to really acknowledge and not live in denial and say you know what maybe I didn't get the love that I thought that I needed that's that's a hard thing to admit to say like maybe I needed you know when nobody wants to be needy I needed maybe something that I didn't get oh you're such a baby and the voices in our head. And our parents are beautiful. All of our parents are beautiful. We love our father. We love our mother. It's not, no, one, no one did anything vicious or to hurt us. But, but, but maybe I didn't get something that I needed. Just the awareness of that. To put that on the table. That is step one. And to process that to whatever it is. That's, that's big. Most of the time, we don't want to, we don't want to accept we don't want to, not, it's not acceptance in the deep. We don't want even to accept the fact that I'm like, I'm needy like that. I get, I get anxious. I get nervous. I need love, whatever it might be. Make sense? I'm just really struggling with the fact, like, what, what do you do after? You spend your whole life accepting, and then, yeah, and then it can end up being negative, and then you're just negative. Not, oh, yeah, I'm accepting that. Let's say, like, well, this is the reality. Reality. Reality is when I call up, when I call up my mom, I'm not talking about my mom, but, but reality when I call my mom, she doesn't listen to me. That's reality. Stop fighting authentic, sustainable happiness, let alone emotional health comes from one's connection to reality. Sometimes it's hard to admit that my mother is like this and my father is like this and this is my brother and my family set up and I lived here and I did this. Sometimes just that alone, you have to hazard that over. You have to remind yourself like, okay, it's okay. And you're not even married yet. You're not even in a relationship where it's like, you're, you're, you're like, you know, most people say, don't get nervous, guys. Most people say you marry someone like your mother. Now, that could be good if you love your mother. But if you don't love your mother, you're like, okay, I married someone the opposite of my mother. And then 10 years later, you're like, holy cow, she's just like my mom. I'm going to kill her. <laughs> and then who does the wife usually marry? Like her father. Again, I'm not getting into psychology. You'll ask Dr. Yehud about this. But it, but, it, but, it, but, it, but it works a lot. Of time. It works a lot. It works a lot. And if you have, right, okay, we, we, there's a lot of subconscious. We're getting into Freud. That's a whole different conversation. But usually it works. Chazal say it also. Once Chazal says it, then for sure, right? You know, everyone knows the famous with Rivka, right? With Rivka and, who was it? Rivka and Sarah, right? Rivka and Sarah. That Yitzchak had, uh, Yitzchak had the, no, no. So it was, uh, yeah, yeah. It was Rivka. It was Rivka and Sarah, that, 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 the, that the, the candle and the, everything came back. He had a nechama from his mother through his wife. There's a, a comfort. There's a big connection. Your relationship with your sisters. 
You don't think you're going to marry someone who only grew up? Anyone here only grew up with with boys in the house? Anybody here? All boys. All boys. Okay, so I'm not going to start getting personal here, right? That's very different than a guy. Anyone here grow up with only sisters? Okay, you guys can have com- you guys can have conversations because you guys. I spoke to someone recently. Spoke to someone recently. <laughs> guy might be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Make sense? A little bit. Okay. Where, where do you draw the line between this was my family oh, situation and I got like a bad... Um, where, 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 where do you draw the line between this is my family situation and I got the worst rent of the deal versus... This was my family situation, and what is the best way that I can utilize the situation into, you know, instead of trying to correct everything. That you're not going to correct anything. You're not going to correct anything. It's over. If you were six years old, I would have a conversation with your parents, not with you guys. Because I'd be like, Mom, Dad, help your six-year-old. How old are you, Yosef? 18. 18 years old. It's done. You're done. You're 18 years old. Could you buy, what does it work? In Israel. You could buy cigarettes, alcohol, you're done. You're done. You're an adult, you have your license, you're done. It's finished. Childhood's over. It's over. It's rough. It's rough. It's rough. Because we want to be that child again. We want to go back home and we want mommy and daddy to take care of us. But it's over. I know that's intense to say that. Good, exactly. That's, that's, that's where you become an adult. That's when you begin to become an adult. You ever meet somebody, I don't know if this ever happened to you, you ever meet someone who's old, who's a big, fat baby? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Why? Because <laughs> he's still, who's talking about his father, or his mother, we all do. That's what happens. What? I, I, I'll say this story. It's one of, my, one of my favorite stories to say. It was the first time I flew um, business Many years ago, someone flew me in. It was probably about 20 years ago. Someone flew me in to Israel. I probably haven't. Yaakov, you heard this story or not? Do you know what story I'm going to say? You do? I said it last year? Yeah. yeah really? Rebzev? Come on, you know Rebzev. Everyone know Rebzev. Rebzev's a big tzaddik. Rebzev! Rebzev! Okay, this is one of my favorites. Sorry for those who know the story. I love the story. I'll say it quick, 
quick to get to the point. First time I was flying, and back then, I don't think they have it anymore. Back then, they had upstairs. And I was like, wow, I'm walking upstairs. Some, some of it was on the front of the plane, but my seat happened to have been upstairs, and I was like, wow. So I'm walking upstairs, and I sit down, um, and, and of course, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable in business, because I know that I'm supposed to be in coach. But the guy next to me is, uh, is obviously supposed to be in business. He doesn't know about me, but whatever. I'm sitting there, and he's next to me. And this guy must have been in his 60s, 70s. He, this guy has so much schar, because he taught me so much about life. He was probably 60, 65. And his television, his uh, screen wasn't working. And I remember we were like, I don't know, 10 minutes into the flight, because till they, he figured out. I remember he was like banging the thing. He was getting all angry. I'm sitting there saying like, Dude, how could you be upset? We're sitting here like flying, you know, comfortably. They're offering us champagne. And this guy is like, he lost his mind. He was acting like a big, fat baby. And I'm like, and the whole time I'm like, whatever. I'm like, I felt bad for him. But I said to myself, I'm so thankful. You know why? Because I never, ever want to be that guy. I don't want to be a guy who, when I'm 50 years old, 60 years old, 70 years old, that I get angry at stupid stuff. I have a short temper. I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. And what are you doing? You're actually acting like a baby, like a child. And you know why? Because you never grew up. You never looked at yourself and said, you know what? I got to grow up and I got to live the life that I'm going to live. You're still hoping to go back home and to have mommy take care of you and daddy take care. Now, is that normal and regular, that we want to get the love that maybe we didn't get? Absolutely. Is it healthy and regular that other people in our life can come and give us that love? Absolutely. But if you're dependent on it, and that's your whole existence, boy, are you in big, big trouble. You are in big, big trouble. Because if you don't know, and I always say this, this is already getting to Shalom Bias, three more minutes, perfect, we'll end... Um, on time, and I encourage everybody to come. It's only 10 minutes. After Marav, 10 minutes, I promise you, will change your life. 10 minutes. This is longer. 40, right after Marav. You know. 10 minutes, come. It's a 10-minute shear. I'm telling you, it'll blow your mind. We'll go straight into Silsil Sharm. We didn't even touch, we didn't even scratch Silsil Sharm today, but we will be as Hashem. When I say Yaakov, like, <laughs> ready, you say that every, uh, every shear. Imagine what Yehuda thinks. <laughs> well, Yehudo actually, we went through Masil Sharm. But anyway, different conversation. So, what, 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 I just lost my train of thought. Just ADD all over. Shalom Bias. Nice. Thank you. Nice. All comes down to Shalom Bias. I always say this in Shalom Bias. Anyone who's married who's heard this from me knows this. Why do people have a problem in marriage? They have problems in marriage because I love myself 10%, and I'm expecting my wife to love me 90%. Now, could you imagine having the responsibility to love someone 90%? You know how taxing that is? So you have two people. Each of them don't love themselves so much. 10%, I love myself 10%. My spouse loves herself 10%. I got to give her 90% of love, and she's got to give me 90%. That's, uh, that's, that's disaster. Is this supposed to be 100%? What? Is this supposed to be 100%? Oh, 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 very good. Now, if I can give myself... 100% already, I don't think it's realistic. No, I want to say to yourself. 9 and 50. Well, one second. You can't. You can't. You 
can't. That's the different thing. You can't give anybody love. You can give them acts of love, and they can receive the love. But if I don't, if I only love myself ten percent, I'm only able to receive how much percentage of love. Ten percent. I'm going to always want more and more and more. So the more you build yourself, beautiful, great question. If I have 10% love, how much percent can I give? 10%. 10%. You can only give what you have. If you have $10, can you give someone $20? Nope. You can only give what you have. So if I have 80%, I can give honey, I can give you 80%. But the problem is if I'm not full myself of love, then I'm always going to be wanting from outside people and things all of that love. And guess what's going to happen? I'm going to get frustrated with everybody. You know why? You'll never get it. You'll never get it. Ever, ever, ever. So you have to learn. You have to learn. Don't expect to get it in one cheer. You ain't going to get it in one cheer. I'm still learning to love myself, guys. I promise. I'm not saying that to sound all, all macho. Even though that's not so macho, but you know what I'm saying. To say I need so much love. But I mean it for real. I'm now still learning to really learn what I need and to really love myself. So you guys are fine. Just take your time. As long as you're investing in your own love, that's the key. Then when you have two people investing in their own love, and then they help each other with that, that's how we get so nice. It's 6.30. Zach, let's do a quick one. You want to know, see I feel like you have to love someone else more than you love yourself. You will talk about that. Save that for tomorrow. Dangerous, very dangerous, very dangerous, very dangerous. You can love somebody, you have to be very careful. That already gets into your codependency thing, is that, is that usually it's to the detriment of yourself, which is really anyone who, anyone who wants to, uh, anyone, actually everyone will, we'll talk about Melody, Melody Beattie. She's, uh, she's incredible. She can help you learn to love yourself, but that's for a different conversation. Hashem will help us all. Amazing first Masils Yusharim of this year. And guys, all I can tell you as they say, just keep on coming back. Because I promise anybody here, I promise anybody here, you come consistently, your life, you're done, by the way, in a good way. You will be on, you will be high, you will be high from yourself. You will become high from yourself. Hashem will help us have an amazing first continued day of the rest of your life. That works.